welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. It has been a while. We have been just busy little bees. And unfortunately, our favorite thing, this podcast, has had to be on the side because (laughs) it's more of a passion hobby project and doesn't pay us. And our other jobs that do pay us have been... More demanding than usual. <laughs> but that means that we've been we've still been watching a lot of stuff. And so we're very excited to talk about what we've been watching. Um, both of us have watched May, December, of course, and also the new Scott Pilgrim animated series, both on Netflix, along with a handful of other things that I can't wait to hear about from Jordan and can't wait to discuss myself. But... That also means we have lots of news. Let's hit it. Go ahead, Jordan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's go. Okay. Um, did you see the trailer for that movie with Jake Johnson and Andy Samberg and Anna Kendrick? On I don't Hulu? even. It's called Self-Reliance. I don't even know what you're talking about, so no. It's directed by Jake Johnson. As well, and Andy Sa- Andy Samberg is playing himself in the movie. No one else is. And basically, Andy Samberg is paying Jake Johnson's character money to like not be murdered. It's like the like a psychological is this on Hulu? game. Yes. Okay, I did see Jake Johnson post it, and I bookmarked it, but I didn't watch it. It was wild, and it it's one of those trailers where the trailer was long, but I was like, I watched the entire thing, and I was like, what is this going to be? And there's so <laughs> many familiar faces, and um, it looks very quirky and very unique and funny, so it comes out uh, January 12th. I hope that Hulu original movies can redeem themselves with this movie. Well, you know what's funny as you say that? I agree. But it was kind of giving Palm Springs because that oh, was also interesting. Hulu bought that and the Andy Samberg of it all and kind of the meta-ness of it, you know, yeah, I hope it point. lives up to that. That's kind of their best one, I think. Yeah, I agree. Did you watch the new trailer for House of the Dragon season two? No, I forgot to. That's well, how it's hectic okay. life has been. It has been truly hectic. <laughs> And I mean, it's not like, it's just, it's just fun because it's just like, oh yeah, I forgot. I like this show and I'm excited to have it in my life again. Yes. I'll send it to you so that you can watch it, but, um, it looked good. Thank you. I am really excited to have a Sunday night HBO show again that we're all watching. It has been really sad actually. Like right now in this time of like weird show, uh, era, I don't know. I keep going to the yeah, HBO Max Max app and like I'm like there's nothing on here for me to watch. Like it's so weird because they're usually my number one and I haven't watched yes. anything really other than one thing on there for a long time. So, I hope it's just building up. I hope so too. I well, as you'll see when we discuss all of the sh- random things we were watching, <laughs> that's what led me to one of my shows I did watch and start that I hadn't watched before because I just felt like I needed to. There's something comforting about going back to the <clears throat> HBO Max 
app even when it feels kind of like a desert wasteland in there it's true (laughs) sometimes it's true i know that i just shared news but we're talking about hbo max and one of my biggest news things is that all a24 movies are going to be now streaming exclusively on hbo max which is truly some Mm -hmm. of the best news i've heard in a long time yes i have that bookmark that was actually the next thing i was going to say because when i think a24 i think taylor goff one and the same and i've never heard of a more linked special compliment to my life thank you it's just true and so oh yes i thought of how happy this would i mean it's gonna make everyone happy but especially you especially because i feel like those are sometimes usually the hardest ones to find 100 percent. and they're usually in theaters for such a short amount of time that i they're not every theater yes Mm -hmm. only certain theaters get them i want to talk about um get on your knees going to netflix but i don't necessarily (laughs) i have that bookmark everyone like associate me with that (laughs) specific show when they watch it um but that being said um the comedian Jacqueline Novak who is I actually heard who she was first because she's the Antonoff's cousin so like friend of the pod practically um she's family comedy yeah she's family her comedy special, Get On Your Knees, is going to premiere on January 23rd, which I had the privilege of seeing in Denver live because Taylor was like, the second it was announced, she was like, go to this. <laughs> I'm always making Jordan all of go our, to stuff. Quote un- yeah. All of our quote unquote friends have been posting about this show for years. And Jordan and got me a signed great. copy of her book that I have yet to read because this has not been the year of reading for me. But it will be eventually. <laughs> it actually, ha- I feel like it was the summer of reading for you. The spring and summer. You read a lot, I feel like. I've only read six books. me. <laughs> I, to me, that's Speechless. good. I know, I know other people read like two or three books a month or sometimes literally a book a week. I don't really know how people do that. I don't either. I'm jealous of you. I, I, I I used to be able to have a, the attention span to sit and do one thing at a time when I was a kid. And now I have to be doing like four things. I have to be listening to an audiobook while I'm working or cleaning or something, you know? Yeah. It's sad. It's a hard life. Oh, so hard. <laughs> the life of a pathetic millennial. <laughs> um, Some of the biggest news that happened today um, that... I'm like, did does Lena Dunham have the best press person I've ever heard, like PR person I've ever known? Because, wow, did this news get out? I saw it on like literally yes. every outlet. Um, but Lena Same. Dunham is going to be making a Netflix rom-com series called uh, Too Much, starring Meg Stalter and Will Sharp. Meg Stalter, famously from Hacks and the Internet, Hi Gay, and then Will Sharp, famously from um oh my gosh <laughs> white lotus white lotus <laughs> i just kept thinking the last song <laughs> i don't know why um, is he white in lotus. that no i like or just it just, just popped like, into your head white lotus equals last song like i could like i don't know why mm-hmm. but those words were being associated in my brain um we've all been there but i'm very excited amazing it's 
Out of all the news we're talking about, it's kind of the best one. Yes. Hmm. Also, you talking about Lena's like PR person, she is like so controversial. I feel like she could do anything and maybe it would be news everywhere. Like, does she even need to pay for PR anymore? <laughs> you know? Good if question. Like notoriety maybe means that. I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like um Oh, what was that movie we really liked on Amazon based off of the book? Catherine called Birdie. Catherine called Birdie. Like, I don't feel like that got underrated. As, yeah, that didn't get. And like literally just the announcement of this series was like heavily publicized. Mm-hmm. I guess Meg Stalter is pretty buzzworthy, too. Like, yeah. if you know, you know, like she it's like you said, she's like the Internet's favorite. So that probably helps. But even, okay, Andrew Scott was in Catherine Called Birdie, and still no one cared. Yeah. That's, and Bella Ramsey. Mm-hmm. She's had a huge year, too. Maybe the, maybe if that had dropped after The Last yeah, of Us. Yeah, it was ahead of its time. <sighs> yeah. Joe Alwyn. And I was going to say, and Joe Alwyn, and that, that was before they broke up. What a long year yeah. it's been. I cannot believe that that was this year. Wasn't Conversation with Friends also this year? Or was that last year? I have no idea. I don't know what's happening. Time is actually meaningless. This was funny because it um, ties back to our discussion about suits. But the USA Network, because I was talking about all those different shows they used to do, like Burn Notice and Psych and Suits. Monk is another one that I didn't bring up. <laughs> but USA Network is apparently bringing back quote-unquote breezy dramas as it re-enters original scripted series space and i just think this is the lesson that networks should be learning from when like suits is popular again and all this stuff it's like yes this means you should put money into coming up with new original series like scripted series yes you know so i'm just it seems like someone out there is is learning the right lessons and that makes me happy that is that is great Although I, I'm surprised to hear it's USA Network, but I guess we'll see. Well, that's what they were on. Yeah, it's true. I'm just surprised that they are the ones that are going to be continue. Are they the ones oh. continuing this? Is that what you were like saying? Like an actual channel? Yeah, that that's the... They are the ones that are like, yeah, we're going to do it. So not like yeah. Netflix. Yeah, exactly. It's the the little guys <laughs> are, are the ones. <laughs> oh, maybe they can help. Maybe they can help the streamers. Yeah. Barbie is going to be available on HBO Max. I mean, Max starting December 15th. So that's exciting. Wow. That's exciting. It's it's crazy because it feels soon, but it didn't, it came out in the summer. So it's not that, it's not that soon. It was just in the theaters for so long. Yeah. Well, Showtime is dead as a what? channel. What? <laughs> The sh- it says Showtime as a standalone brand is over. As of January 8th, 2024, Showtime Cable Network will be renamed Paramount Plus with Showtime. That whole sentence or phrase. So Showtime isn't we'll actually add- dead. It's just part and of we'll- Paramount Plus. It's just it's just being combined with Paramount Plus, which is ridiculous. And they will add select Paramount Plus original series to it. And so everyone was so confused 
on the internet today because they're like wait so like huh like where are which things going to be like it's just all very confusing that is ex- uh especially funny because i've actually been not arguing but my dad was like by the way like i canceled our paramount plus login um so you have a month to finish up whatever you're watching there because it looks like you are you've been watching some show and i'm like Yes, I've been watching The Curse, and that doesn't end until, like, late January, so you need to extend... We have to keep it at least till then. But that's... So so that's really funny. Because The Curse is a Showtime show, but I've been watching it Mm -hmm. on the Paramount Plus. Interesting. Yeah. It's always been very confusing. I feel like this actually just makes everything more confusing. But I also don't watch... It's not like anything I watch on Showtime, I'm not watching live on showtime cable network and so that's what's funny too that so paramount the plus of it all because anything with a plus to me that sounds like a streaming channel but now it and this is the variety tweet that says the showtime cable network will be renamed paramount plus with showtime suddenly the hbo hbo max max thing makes more sense to me (laughs) literally like at least max is a shorter name this is like a four-word name. That is just ridiculous. Wow. Um, no, that wasn't what I was going to talk about. I haven't heard a th- single thing about it. I need to move on cause, from it because it's going to break my brain. Yes. The thing that um, I had is the Degrassi three-part documentary series. Oh, yes. Do we know it? Like, who's doing that? I don't have... No clue where that's going to be. It would make sense. If it would make sense if it were like Max because they have all the Degrassi sh- cha- uh, seasons. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm just excited. Like behind the scenes of that. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. I I was very excited when I saw that. They announced that season 16 of Drag Race is premiering on Friday, January 5th. And there was a lot of drama this week because someone on Twitter accused one of the new queens on the season of, like, sexual assault. Sorry, I paused because I couldn't remember the exact claims. Because, but then, and so then everyone was saying, like, I can't believe this. Like, where are the background checks and stuff? Especially because in season uh, 12, there was a queen after they filmed the whole thing who was uh, accused of, like, sexual assault and, like, propositioning people and lying and stuff. Like, it was very crazy. And they have to put a warning before every episode in season 12 saying, like, we don't stand by this queen's actions. And they had to edit them out and they actually got really far in the competition and so it's very awkward when you watch because sometimes that person just like not there it's very it's very weird so now people are like oh my gosh i can't believe this but then there was backlash to the accusations because someone was like this is not true here's the video of what they're claiming and as you can see that did not happen they're a liar and so then so that was then trending of like you're a liar and you false accusations and you're just trying to ruin lives it was chaotic wow so what a hard thing to like have to balance 
I'm in. I'm intrigued. I didn't hear a single thing about that. There go our algorithms again. Our algorithms. Because I couldn't. I couldn't escape it this week. <laughs> that is so but fascinating. It is, and it also. I hate when stuff like this happens because it's just if if they truly were false accusations, that's always just like more ammo against real victims who make real accusations against people. You know, so. Just kind of an ugly situation all around. Seriously. I would not want to be RuPaul, you know? No. <laughs> but wouldn't want to thank do you. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be RuPaul's PR people and no. social media managers. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. Well, actually, the Golden Bachelor, uh like an expose kind of thing came out like the days before the finale was happening um kind of saying like the story he's been telling of like basically he hasn't dated anyone since his wife died is like not true and he actually like kind of broke up with someone by like fat shaming them and like um like was dating someone like semi-seriously right before the show and all this stuff and i like having to like do background checks on like reality tv people and like are they really not even like doing them at all or are they like really just like missing stuff or is it really just like really hard to get like facts you know it's been so yeah. interesting to like see that all play out so yeah i guess i was Has just there been- on the golden bachelor side of the algorithm <laughs> yeah because i didn't see that at all that is so um, fascinating did there was there any has there been any resolution or not really no anytime I saw someone tried to talk to him I think it was Katie Couric in an interview tried to like confront him about it and he's basically just like all I'm gonna say is that I have found my person and I want to focus on this new relationship and it's like I roll it's been really interesting because like I've been I really liked the Golden Bachelor and I was like telling everybody to watch it i thought it was like exactly what the bachelor um franchise needed like it was really refreshing i loved that like all of the women were like really truly there for love and were not like putting on some Mm -hmm. show to like gain followers and like you didn't have to question any of their motives like it was so cute and silly and just like heartwarming and so then with all of this i was like even this show like like they can't escape that and now like no paradise that's so i had i didn't watch paradise but like it sounds like almost every couple that like ended up getting engaged has already broken up by now and some with infidelity and stuff and i'm like uh you really can't trust anything you can't trust anything it when you were describing the good parts of a golden bachelor though it made me so nostalgic for like the first bit of bachelor where like there wasn't instagram influencers and stuff like they literally are there to try and date maybe to get on tv but like they didn't expect to really become a celebrity off of it no no Mm. the good old days it was really refreshing i loved it also i'm i'm listening to this and i'm like wow even the older guys so wow yeah exactly Okay, I mm. think we've reached my end of the of my news, which is that Saltburn 
is going to be available to stream on Prime Video on December 22nd. I will say I do not recommend watching this movie with your family for Christmas, but um, it is a fun watch. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I'll watch it during my alone time. Yes, it's an alone time show for sure. We all need alone time during <laughs> Christmas after the arguments that inevitably mm-hmm. always happen at Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm sad I missed it in theaters because it was just showing it like came and went like really fast I feel like just like we were talking about like the A24 style it is so weird because it's actually it's still playing here in Utah um but weird because it is going to streaming so quickly so yeah that is really fast I'll never understand my final piece of news is that they dropped the full trailer for Mr. and Mrs. Smith I was hoping you would talk about that because I have it bookmarked and never got to watch it. How was it? I I was waiting for you to talk about it for the exact same reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we both have homework. <laughs> yeah, we both have homework. Um, but I can tell you it's dropping February 2nd on Prime. Perfect. The end. Okay, also the Golden Globes nominations came out today, which is happening January something seventh yeah that's not right that's what that's what i almost said too actually but i was like am i making that date up so i think it must be true then it must be true (laughs) and now i refuse to look it up to confirm (laughs) (laughs) um so for our top three we are going to just have our top three golden globes thoughts jordan you go first okay um my number my number three that I forgot I wrote on my list that is making me laugh. What is 1923? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was like, I, hmm. <laughs> I think that's the Helen Mirren. Um, well, that's who I, I was like, Helen show. Mirren. Oh, you're right. Because they named those all years. Yeah. Duh. That's really confusing. Oh, that is so funny. Well, my parents are going to be so ashamed that I didn't know what that was. They love it. So there you go. Uh, that's, wow, funny. that's so that's funny. Number three. I love it. What is 1923? I was like, what is this? Some kind of spy old timey <laughs> show? No. But well, that is actually no- kind of noteworthy because there's been like, there's just dis- been discussion about how like Yellowstone they don't get nominated nearly as much considering how popular it is. I think mm-hmm. like, especially compared to like succession or something, you know, where like everyone gets mm-hmm. nominated. Um, and so I saw, I saw 1923 a lot in these nominees nominations actually. Well, and it just goes to show if ni- that 1923 is nominated and Yellowstone is not that they are doing better on their spinoffs than their actual base show, like their normal show. Which is really interesting. And like that's what I've been hearing. I didn't watch the most recent season of Yellowstone because I heard it just was getting too soap opera-y and like cheesy. Um, um, but that the spinoff ones have been actually really good. So that's it's just really interesting. Well, and do you know, are these... I think the spinoffs are like a one-off season each, yeah, I'm right? Pretty like sure they're they not... Are. So that's kind of like... I don't know. That's more motivation to watch one of those and like for me kind of because it's like not like a long drawn out series kind of thing and they get these amazing casts for them like I don't know 
I'm kind of intrigued. Yeah, it kind of feels watch it on like the Paramount Plus with Showtime, <laughs> which is easier to do than to watch Yellowstone because how to watch Yellowstone I yeah. never know. So true. Yeah, I think it's accessibility, and then also, yeah, I think people like the limited series situation. My number three is Succession. Nine nominations. Beautiful. Love that for them. I mean, I'm just glad that they, I think they deserve everything. So I guess we'll see if they actually Mm -hmm. win. But it's just so hard to see people in the same category. Because it's like, how do you choose? It really, it really hurts. It's very, it's very tough. The one that, the one easy one for me was um, Matthew McFadden versus alexander skarsgård i was like come on matthew <laughs> mcfadden has to beat him i was actually kind of surprised that alexander skarsgård i mean he was in this last season a lot but i'm surprised he wasn't a guest star this time you know yeah or nominated as like a supporting actor that was mm-hmm. interesting to me but like i'm definitely team matthew in that showdown i agree also interesting that matthew is i they he, i mean they have three lead actors mm-hmm. going against each other and I feel like Matthew easily could have gone in the lead actor category, but he's smart to go in the supporting, I think. Yeah, well, that's really Less interesting. I I don't know how these decisions get made, but yeah, because mm-hmm. I saw something about Sarah Snook moving up categories to the lead instead of supporting. Mm, yeah. Which I'm like, did we see? I feel like we saw Sarah Snook's character the same amount as Matthew McFadden. So I would interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Um, I'll piggyback off of this onto another one that I wanted to talk about because it also involves succession. Succession is what I would vote for against the crown, personally. Okay. But which one of those two shows do like awards shows love more? Because those are both like winners they both win so many things so i'm like that is crazy it's like technically i guess the crown like could they be nominated again next year because part two is gonna drop that's where i am uh, so confused because i was just gonna say and it's their final seasons for both but here's what i i am this is my most confusing thing that and i was gonna save this for my number one but I'm confused. Like, Fargo was nominated, and I was assuming it was for the old seasons. But no, Juno Tempo is nominated for the current season. And which... John Hamm. I thought the same thing. I thought John I Hamm, was, John nominated. Hamm was nominated. I saw his name, and I I was like, oh, for the morning show. <laughs> no, it said Fargo. See? I'm and I was so like, confused. what? Like, that season is ha- not even halfway over. So, like, this will so have weird. aired before Fargo ends. So I feel like... The season should have completed first so we can see their full, like, character arc, I think. That's weird. Yes, it literally ends on January 16th. Like, I feel like they should be going into the next one. So then, like, with The Crown, same thing. I think, like, they'll be fine because their season, like, their show ends, like, this week. Um, Yeah. That is so confusing to me. I've... I'm Mm-mm. struggling with like the movies as well, but I understand that like a lot of them have technically been released, but like not in a full release. Like Wonka 
Wonka hasn't even been released yeah. in the U.S. yet. Yeah, or like poor things. Like I, I poor things yeah. isn't showing here, even though it dropped quote unquote on the eighth. You know. Hmm. So oh I always gosh. struggle with that it, with like the Oscars, but like this one specifically where shows are continuing after, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. No, especially when you think about like Succession feels like it ended so long ago. Yes. And now they're going against people in Fargo. Well, maybe not in the same categories, but like that just is so weird. Yeah. Uh, my last thing, kind of combining a couple of things, but it's about like deserved nominations as a theme. First of all, I'm very glad that Elizabeth Olsen finally got nominated because she was snubbed by the Emmys for Love and Death. And was Jesse Plemons nominated? He probably was because he is literally always nominated. And he also always, he's always good. But Elizabeth Olsen really deserved, she deserves some recognition for her work on that show. I agree. My I was other excited. thing though. Yeah. So I'm, ha- I'm very happy for her. My other thing that I'm upset about is that Dominique Fishback did not get a nomination for uh, Swarm. And I might not have really liked that full show, but she was incredible in the show. And people were talking about that. So it wasn't like no one knew, you know? Yeah. That's a really good point. I had seen I had seen some things online about like a lot of the like nominations are still very white. And which I agreed. Mm-hmm. And she was great. She should have been nominated. Did Swarm get any yeah. other nominations? I don't think so. I didn't see it anywhere. I do think she got the Emmy nomination, at least. Oh, yeah, that's true. But it makes it even sillier. If you can get an Emmy nomination and you get ignored by the the Golden Golden Globes, Globes, like, come on. Especially, like, they should be taking, if there's deserved people of minorities that could be nominated, the Golden Globes have the history of being very racist, so you should, like, do that, (laughs) you know? Interesting. But they didn't. Sad. My last thing is is that mostly just like it's just still I know this is something we've already talked about before and it's something that we'll continue to talk about is like how it gets decided of like what's a comedy versus what's a drama because I'm sorry but the berry and the bear are not comedies. Like I think you said the berry which I like. <laughs> well I started saying the bear. They are so similar in, in titles. They really are. Yes. The Barry. I'm talking about two shows combining them. Um, I would watch that show. Neither of those are comedies. And so, and I just feel like it's so interesting that they're there. And I've been thinking about this a lot because of, here I am talking about Las Culturistas again, but Seth Meyers was on <laughs> Las Culturistas a couple weeks ago and they had such an interesting discussion about like how we have we are struggling to like recognize comedies like we are pitting them against like dramas and so like we'll be like oh this movie was so funny I loved it except then you give it like three out of five stars because like like what makes a comedy a good comedy and like how to actually critique it is so interesting Mm -hmm. and I was like that is a really good point because I think I struggle with like saying like a good comedy like what makes it good and like 
a five-star movie kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, I've just been thinking about that. And so then when I saw Barry and the Bear in there, I was just like, we need to redefine comedies and how we critique them. But also, I was happy that Jennifer Lawrence got nominated (laughs) for No Hard Feelings. (laughs) Me too. And that's a great example of a correctly categorized movie. Yes. Like, you cannot argue. And that's also comedy that touches on touching deeper like like kind of human experiences you know like it's not all like comedy 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 100% of the movie you know yeah but like I would say succession is more of a comedy than the bear or berry so like Mm. but the succession is in the drama category I feel like I would specifically Mm. the last season I don't know if I agree with that but Yes. Uh, well, I think that those three deserve their own special category for sure. <laughs> because they are kind of equal, like they're dramas that you also laugh at. Yeah. And like there's some like very, very funny things. Yeah. I think, I don't know if I would say Succession is more of a comedy than those other two, but. Um, I just like the bear. I don't really but think that none I of like, them- laughed at all. The bear specific. Barry, no, I think, is funny in a but similar way. I smiled way so much. Yeah, I feel like I laugh at the stuff that Desi does, I guess. <laughs> but just like I laugh at the stuff that like Tom does in succession. Like, I don't yeah. know. <sighs> it would have been really interesting if Barry, which has always been categorized as comedy, and then they switched for this final season. Because this, this final season wasn't funny at all. Like, yeah, it was... It was a very dark. So that would, I kind of, that would be kind of cool if they looked at it like that. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know don't. how that's decided. It's almost like looking at these lists of shows, it's almost like they make you decide on your first season what category it is. And then you have to stick with that like the whole way through. And it's just not, not how it works. No, not anymore. <sighs> the only other thing I had was go Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I'll second that. <laughs> Um, that category was weird, though. It's like the movies that made the most money. <laughs> but is it even off of that? Is that what it is? Well, wasn't it like I saw some office success? I actually I saw a tweet that was like it should be based off of money and it isn't. But then now I'm like, maybe oh. I misread that tweet. Well, honestly, I didn't do any further uh, research. Cinematic and box office achievement. But this is the first year for this, so I don't really know what their the category is. The year's most acclaimed, highest earning, and or most viewed films that have garnered extensive global audience support and attained cinematic excellence. You will need to have grossed at least $150 million with $100 million of the total coming from the U.S. or have garnered commensurate digital streaming viewership recognized by trusty industry sources. <laughs> Which, because it's interesting because a lot of people don't release their numbers. Like, I even saw Mm -hmm. that Taylor Swift is not releasing their, like, final numbers or something. I don't know. For the tour, yeah. Yeah. I don't envy the people adding all that stuff up to make sure they qualify. I do remember hearing when they kind of had something like this, or they were, they wanted to add something like this for the Oscars, and all these people were like, that's disgusting. Like, 
that's goes against art but they're like well we want to have people like more people watch this award show and they don't watch it if the only movies that win are stuff they never saw so we wanted to have like a popular category (laughs) (laughs) yeah this one's for the marvels but yeah it's like they're like well let's just let's put errors in there because everyone loves it and everyone saw that so that'll get them (laughs) to watch yeah and we will be watching (laughs) (laughs) we like we like unpopular art and popular art so there you go yeah, we don't discriminate. No. Um, okay. Fire round. What have you been watching? And quickly say if you liked it or not. Okay. The ones let's do the ones we both watched. Scott Pilgrim. Loved it. How did you like it? I also loved it. I even just Woo-hoo! rewatched the movie to compare because it had been so long since I watched and I forgot, well, that's a perfect movie. And I loved the show. It was great. It was fun. So great. So if you so like fun. the movie at highly all, recommend. highly recommend. Yeah. Yes. May, December. I was hesitant about after when I first watched it, I fell asleep. It was slower than I was expecting. Um, it had a lot of hype, but the more I think about it, the more I liked it. And the more like stuff that comes out about the relationship that it was based on is really interesting. I just didn't know or have that background. And so I've liked it more. And the people were right about Charles Milton's performance. Amazing. Yes. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, that one, I do feel like it sticks with you and it, it like burrows in your brain and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Yeah. Seeing a lot of, process. speaking of, yeah, I f- I'm seeing so much debate about the comedy versus drama thing, especially today, because it's also nominated as a comedy. Yes. I guess. But it's kind of a unique one because I think. From what I'm seeing and reading and hearing and stuff, it seems kind of like the director's intent was kind of do it in like a tongue-in-cheek comedic way, I think. I didn't laugh in the movie except for the line about the hot dogs, but... um, Yeah, and the line about being secure. I thought it was scary. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I, I truly thought it was really depressing. It was, yeah, my heart was broken afterwards. I just sat there and was just like, Oh, I feel terrible. Yeah. A really random thing that I watched. It's not, I don't think it's streaming yet, but I feel like it will be. So I'm just going to say it and recommend it. I watched the movie Joyride on an airplane recently. The movie that has Ashley Park and Stephanie Hsu and um, Sherry Cola from that Sundance movie we didn't like, but I liked her in it. Like the, the girl in that. Yep. his friend and it was hilarious they they go to china it's like these friends go on a trip to china together and um it was so funny i was i'm obsessed with it and so okay the good second to know it streaming watch it you i think you will love it i, I tried like the to see it in was, theaters but it was so short-lived that i missed it that was my experience too so i was so happy when it was on the, my airplane um and the beginning, at first I was like, oh, is this not going to be as good as I hoped? It was like just a little clunky getting things set up, but it ended up being hilarious. And um, Meredith Hagner was in it and was so weird and hilarious. It was just great. And I, I, it's, I'm obsessed with it right now. Okay, so great. I love that. Do you have others? Yes. I also, the random show that I started when I went... Hoping, hopefully into the HBO 
I mean Max app, <laughs> is I started Rap Shit, Issa Rae's follow-up series to Insecure. And so far, so good. I think it's a little more serious than Insecure, which was like laugh out loud funny all the time. Um, but it's really interesting and has really interesting characters. And I do kind of like shows about like people trying to make it in an industry, like kind of trying to get famous and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm early on, but I'm liking it so far. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. I, I haven't really ever known anyone who's watched it, but it has pretty, I was kind of surprised. It has pretty average ratings on like TV timer, maybe mostly IMDb, but those aren't always trustworthy. And I, you know, I do trust Issa Rae, so it's true i really do so it's good i'll i'll keep watching it for sure good um anything else nothing else new just i've been really really even deeper in a seinfeld loop than i have been nor in a normal time <laughs> so i don't know what that says but that's just where i'm at mentally where you're at i i turned 35 and i was like this is me now because <laughs> i don't really know their ages but i think they're like in their late 30s and then like they're early to mid 40s and i'm like i'm you now i'm old (laughs) well and i love a show that tells you where you are at mentally that's like me rewatching fleabag a couple weeks ago exactly that was a cry for help (laughs) Mm -hmm, exactly a cry for help and no one came to save me but that's okay (laughs) no one ever does i can always save myself yes exactly okay your extracurricular projects my extracurricular projects i'm watching the curse i don't know how to feel about it yet we'll see how it ends it's there are some really funny things that are happening but it's also really like it's just so it's very nathan fielder cringe so it's really (laughs) interesting and i'm imagining that he will be nominated for an emmy because he's been doing some fascinating good work so wow i'm excited to see how that goes I think I've been scared to start it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I've been it. nervous because I, I don't I don't even know what to expect and I'm nervous, but I've got to just do it. <laughs> yeah. Great British Bake Off ended this last week and was really happy with the winner. I'm excited for them. Yay. It was a great season. Um, wow. Golden Bachelor already talked about, loved but then kind of got the yick at the end. Oh, Love is One um, documentary series on HBO. I mean, Max. Three. That's the actual name. HBO, I mean, Max is the yeah. real name. Um, it's a three episode docuseries that is wild. I It really took a turn and I was like, let me just say, I am shocked that they are allowed to show some of it on television, even if it's HBO, because... A lot of the footage what? is of a literal corpse. So be prepared if you do watch wow. it. It is some of the craziest stuff I've ever seen. Last but not least, and leading into my crush of the week, is Fargo. I am obsessed with it. I am so into it. They are doing such a great job. Juno Temple is amazing. John Hamm and his nipple rings are my crush of the week. I love <laughs> him. And... Good PR for nipple rings or bad PR? Yes. <laughs> I think Good PR, okay. Well, it's kind of bad because he's playing a pretty terrible person in the show, but I love John Hamm. And I'm going to He's in him. his villain era. He, he's in his villain era this year. That's fun. He really actually. is. It is fun. Yeah. He plays a good bad guy. 
Yeah. He Something does. about his voice, you know, like he just kind of is villainous. So mm-hmm. I like, I like that he's doing that and leaning into it. That's really fun. And like, so handsome, Ugh. you can do whatever you want and get away with it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because Don Draper was kind of like half villain a little bit, you know? It really is so his complex. whole character from 30 Rock of like, you're so attractive, you can, you, it gets you so far, even though if you're the yes. dumbest person in the world. And yeah. it's true. That's kind of how it was on the morning show and this show. It's like, his looks really are his privilege. Wow, you, every single thing you said, I want to start, and now I have to decide which thing I'm going to start. I know it's well. It's been nice because on oh, the curse in Fargo, it's been week by week, and the Golden Bachelor was like that too. So mm-hmm. it's been doable, and it's been really fun that I have like a one one or two episodes to catch up on here and there. Um, for my crush, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna say Stephanie's shoe in Joyride because. They have her doing things that were so funny. And when I really mostly know her from everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. And she was, her character was just so funny because she's kind of like a born again, good girl. And so, but she has a crazy past and it keeps like coming back to haunt her. And it's just like hilarious. (laughs) It's just, and she's really, she's, they were all real. They were all real. The whole cast was so good. It was great. Great. I'm obsessed. I love that this whole podcast kind of just turned into a one recommendation podcast, even though we talked about so much, but that one was like the most highly recommended of everything we talked about. It seems like. I guess so. I know. I hope it lives up to my recommendation. Sometimes on an airplane, things just hit too, you know, where you're like laughing in your seat, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like eating your snacks and laughing and just having a great time and that was me watching joyride well you'll have to keep an eye on when it becomes on streaming so we can all watch it yeah sorry that my most recommended thing isn't even streaming yet (laughs) it breaks all of our rules but it's fine i just feel like it will be and i just want to be like you heard it here first jump on it when you finally see it worth renting for five bucks on amazon even you know Oh, I know. Perfect. All right. Well, this was kind of a random episode, but we had so much to catch up on. And Golden Globes really threw us today as well. So lots to talk about and be excited about. Mm -hmm. Also, sorry, but I just Googled it. It is streaming on stars. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There you go. Everybody go add stars to whatever (sighs) streaming service. The one I won't, I will not download. (laughs) if you have it today's your lucky day perfect Uh, wow all right well thank you all for listening bye bye